something that happens. Hi, Craig. You're creepy, and you are perfect for this. Yep. It's our special Friday the 13th episode of Flail Forward. Recording yeah, on so. Friday the 6th in preparation for... Because we're not going to record on the actual day, right? Because that would be that would be inviting disaster. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. We're already starting an hour late, and we've had three different types of tech issues unrelated to the fact we're starting an hour late. So, <laughs> yeah, so awesome. that's good. Bad? No. Bad so, like I'm saying, we're we're decently cursed. We're fine. Okay. No, no, it's third time is the charm, and it's literally a charm now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we just have, like, charms, like, lucky charms of, like, internet problems. What? Oh, like, like little blue screens of death marshmallows? Yeah. Cool. Uh, that wasn't what I thought you were going with, but sure. <laughs> if, 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 I don't, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say if any group, but we are. But between Rob and myself and Catrice, we probably have a pretty high <laughs> percentage of pretty people high. who who would be able to create internet charm, internet good luck charms, <laughs> intelligence. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan has an evil clone, so you know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need to anymore. Yeah. He's already somehow done like the black magic copy paste of him. No, wait a second. He is the evil clone. He's got the mustache, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. Jonathan might be the evil one. Oh, well, doesn't matter. <laughs> I actually just grew the mustache back. I See? That was goatees. Oh, goatees are definitely evil, but. Goatees are guaranteed evil. Mustaches are more likely. Unless there's a specific aesthetic, mustaches are slightly more than clean shaven, although it, it varies. It's it's not something that's relevant to our current topic. Because is fears and Yeah, we should that. probably Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we are talking fear. we are talking about terror, etc. And actually no, we're mostly talking about anxiety, I think. Yes. Anxiety and are terror. We... Yeah, I had no idea what you meant by fears in this context fear and Somebody elaborate please uh i meant by what i guess i guess i was kind of curious well i sort of think mm, okay <laughs> wait wait well, here's a game design um when you put pencil to a page right when you finally get an idea down a certain amount of yes. anxiety comes out with that and it's like will people like this do i like this uh how would this be received am i am i crafting it properly for what it's supposed to do um will this function function um is this going to make me look stupid <laughs> which you know nine times mm -hmm. out of ten yes i can attest that it will make you look stupid that's how many i mean 10 out of 10 of my things make me look stupid so uh, any any decrease? No, in that no, no. You, you 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 hired metal you hired metal album cover artists to do your to do your art. So like that's what, yeah, okay. that's at least one in one hundred. So you know, <laughs> okay, that's all right. I, I'll accept that. Um, you know, I find this actually kind of strange so far because like I have not really experienced 
experience pretty much anything that you've just listed off. Like, I pretty much resigned myself to the fact that anything I put on the paper is going to need major revisions. There's going to be huge problems with it. I, I'm not afraid of it because it's like, it's yeah, just yeah. guaranteed to happen. It's it's just a thing that happens in game design. You don't panic or so fear. I don't I don't quite think that that's so I'll give an example of something that I read recently. So there's this game designer. Uh, he did a Kickstarter uh, for a little um, indie video game, and um, <clears throat> then he he made a tweet uh, about it after the fact, saying something like. Um, I've had so many comments regarding this specific thing that the game does uh, and how people don't like it. And uh, his comment was, and that's exactly what I wanted the game to do. And I don't know how to feel about that. So uh, I think that's, you know, making mistakes in, in your design is one thing that might be fear inducing or anxiety inducing but when we get everything right as far as you know we want and then we you know people don't like it or i think I that's something that i thought this this topic was if that's okay with and why i liked it and we'll see sure. how different it is from what what everyone else apparently thought it was okay so basically um uh, uh, I had a sentence and then I was gone. Anyway, basically. You can do this, Kavara. I believe in you. Okay. So did the squirrels. Oh no! Now I don't. Now I lost my. Totally lost it. No. Um. Okay. So basically, um. There's always the con. The uh. God. Okay. So. We we talked a lot on this show about like people playing the game like as soon as you get put the game in somebody else's hands, you, every everything you did can fall apart, and they're gonna interpret it how they want. Yep. Mm. Yeah, there there are some. And maybe this is part of why I don't. Well, this is definitely part of why I don't want to publish anything, and why I'm perfectly happy to run all my games myself, etc. And that is, if somebody used something I wrote to create, to create some big and interpreted my text in a way to create something that I am 200% not okay with. There's no way I can prevent that, and that's kind of terrifying. Hmm. There's only so much I can do, and but that's not really what I meant. So that is a fear I have regarding game design, but not okay. So I guess what I was trying to get at before I got distracted is what fears do we? What are we afraid that like we could misrepresent with our game design, like? God, I keep have I keep dancing around the idea I actually have, and it's not coming together. What's so, the actual idea? What's what's the? Yeah, I know that's what I'm trying to articulate, and it's failing me. I don't know why. I but okay. So basically, the actual idea that I thought of is basically fears that 
we are going to have to do something that we blatantly cannot do in order for the game to be the game that we want it to be is probably the biggest fear that I have regarding game design, that I will encounter something that I know I will need to do and know that I and equally know that I am unable to do. Ah. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's terrifying. I mean, and like, I will never like... be happy with it unless I can do it. And, you know, that paradox will go loop. Uh, that might just be a Kevlar thing, though. I can empathize. I, I can see the fear. I, I don't experience that, but I, I can see why you would be concerned with something that it might actually be impossible to make the game that you want to make. That that would actually be kind of frustrating. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that this is actually the scary episode where we talked about horror. I guess we could talk. About, <laughs> I guess we could lateral into talking about horror games, but you know. I don't. But we just did historicals last week, so that feels kind of gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. Um, Info of the Perverse is also a horror game, now that I think about it. Everybody go, yeah. go listen to the Info of the Perverse episode, I mean the historical games episode, where we just interviewed a person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think one of my, one of my biggest fears for ashes is that it would be like the game would work exactly the way I wanted to and, and people would still hate it and just be like, it just, eh, this doesn't really, not even hate it that I, I actually wouldn't mind if they hated it, but if it was just sort of like, no opinion, meh, yeah. Eh. If it was like, yeah, that was fine. I don't want, I don't, that's, that's the reaction. I just, I just, oh, that one, that one terrifies me. It was fine. Like I would, I would yeah. love if somebody would hate it, that would be fine. If they really enjoy it, that would be great. But the meh is what frightens me. The, the nothing special here thing. Uh, oh, maybe that's, that's yeah. kind of a standard thing. That's not even just, just a fear on that specifically that's kind of a known issue like it's not just related to game design or anything it's like the worst thing somebody can do to you is not even hate you it's to have no strong opinions either way because it means that they don't even think enough of you to have an opinion that's actually really terrible to do to someone especially if they've put like a lot of time and effort into creating something it's like i have created my magnum opus and it's like yeah that's nice i actually i get what you're saying but i disagree I, the people who vehemently hate your work is way harder to deal with <laughs> <laughs> has anybody has anybody vehemently hated cut to the chase um no i not to my face um, okay, but like, have you seen like a comment online where you're like, "This was fucking dog shit." This game. I think that uh, there was a. Um, uh, I think, I think I don't know what to what was the main fault. If it was the game, or if it was Reddit being Reddit. <laughs> um, okay. But but yeah. uh, because in a very early version, I had some comments about it that were like. 
frustrating. Like I wasn't expecting them. And so they became frustrating uh, because it was um, basically called not a role playing game. And that was uh, made me angry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can say that. And and so sometimes it's like you didn't sometimes you don't know the things that people are going to do that you're not going to like. And then yeah, you yeah. hear it a few times and you're like, and then it can actually manifest as a bit of a fear. Um, like all the things that are probably fears will probably happen. Like uh, people will say, eh. To, to your game, for sure, to yours, but have definitely said that for Cut to the Chase, have said that for, like, you know, what we would call, like, ground-breaking games, like um, Apocalypse World and Blades in the Dark and uh, Fate, for that matter. There's a lot of people who just, meh, those games, right? Like, sure. And, and we can't really avoid that. I don't know. I think I kind of feel like Catrice, like the more you get into it, the more you sort of like, um, the fears, yeah, be, they kind I of feel... become substantiated and you know what I mean? Like, it's like, Oh, like this thing that I was scared of actually happened. And I guess yeah. it's not as bad as I thought it was going to well, be. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I think a lot of that is based on scale. Like for example, first, at first I thought my, the artwork I was going to get from a game would get like a lot of attention. And when I first put it up on Imgur, for example, I got uh, downvoted into oblivion. That was great. That I was like, wow, that's not even a lack of attention in the upvotes. It's like just a bunch of downvotes and not even a comment as to what they disliked about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, ooh, um, Maybe that was a fluke. Next one, nope, same thing. It's like, okay. So the only fear that came out of that, though, was the initial concern of, is this something then that maybe people really just don't like in general? Or is this going to be something that's more like, it's just a more niche audience, or maybe I just happened to put this in a place that, this particular group of people just don't happen to like this sort of thing. And it's like, well, might be. I mean, it could very well just be that that group of people just don't like that kind of artwork or they don't like that kind of game. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like the idea that it's because I posted it and it was mine and they view it as basically somebody using it for marketing. I don't know. I was not able to get an an answer result so i don't know why so that is basically where my fear is i don't know where mm, i think yeah. yeah not understanding criticism and a downvote is the uh, like a criticism right it's also like a just it's just a it's just an internet guy going Ugh. yeah 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 it's uh, really hard to tell though with like downvotes like some things will get down votes no matter what. And it's like, is it because of the style of the artwork? Is it because of the content of the artwork? Like, is it stuff I created and told the artist to do? Or is it the artist's style? Or do they just think that, oh, this looks like furry shit? And that's basically... So, yeah, and, and I, I don't know um, how 
I don't really know how Imgur works and like some of the other things too is like when you post pictures, do they they kind of get categorized? Like maybe it was just about how they were categorized and someone came upon them when they were expecting one thing and got another. Yeah, you can you can put tags on them. But if you put down like tags like uh RPG or, or role playing game and stuff like that, I, I get the feeling that the majority of people would probably be thinking it's D&D. And if they see anything that's not D&D or Shadowrunner, you know, the big games, they're probably going to dislike it. But I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no magnitude on a downvote either. It's like stubbing your toe, downvote. Adolf Hitler, downvote. No... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you can't tell how much how much somebody hates your thing from a from a binary uh flag you know it's like yeah you know there's also downvote bombing like that's totally a thing especially on like reddit like when i still was able to afford the time to frequent the the game design the rpg design subreddit I'd like to be on there more often, but I haven't really had time to. But there was a period where there was like one person that would go out of their way. Any single post that I made didn't matter. Always got eight downvotes immediately because they would switch through like several different accounts and downvote everyone. And you could always tell it was happening because it was like there would be nothing for a while and then within the span of like 10 minutes, you'd always get the same eight down votes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, that's a little weird. At first it would be really disconcerting. And then after a while you notice the pattern and it's like, okay, this is just one person swapping through a bunch of accounts. This is really like, why do you really not like my stuff that much? I don't know. Whatever. It's weird. <laughs> If it were um, spaced out or something, it would make more sense of being different people, but just all in one bulk every time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that in, in uh, RPGs, um, like Death of the Author happens uh, a lot more um what's the uh i want to say extremely or more uh forcefully um i don't know if that's coming across the right way when we make our design people will play it and they will put their game experience on top of it, you know, no matter what we want. Mm-hmm. And that happens in, you know, if you write a fantasy book and you're you're gonna be judged based on um the reader's uh fantasy experiences before that, right? Like they're so it's gonna happen, but I think in, in role playing games that could be very detrimental to the game itself. So um, when people, when you know you're going to be ignored in a lot of different ways as the author, I think that can be kind of scary. 
um, <clears throat> because people could not like your thing because it's not the same as another thing. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, that totally makes sense. It's like, this isn't, I don't want to play D and D, but this game is not D and D enough. I have heard yeah, that. It, yeah. You know? Yeah. And you yeah. just kind of go, what do you, uh, oh, I, okay. That's a weird. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really am having a tough time making this game do D and D. Right. Right. Like, yeah, but it's not supposed. Okay. You know, but oh, it's, think, it's, it's yeah, the kind of thing somebody, where it's like, somebody said it's that. Like it's like worse thing. It's like somebody's just gonna take it the wrong way, no matter what you do with it. So yeah, exactly. Somebody's gonna misinterpret whatever you do. Yeah. But to get <laughs> kind of sideways back into that. Um, gotcha. <clears throat> uh, basically, what? Oh god. Why do I keep doing this? I. Anyway, okay. So, what, uh, yeah, social media presences are terrifying because they make it or break you, and you have no way of controlling that, and that's just existentially dreadful, and welcome to, and <laughs> welcome yeah. to, uh, the 2010s. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a large part of what you'd expect for anything creative like if you're yeah. creating something you're putting part of yourself out there right yeah so that, if somebody's criticizing what you're creating then they're kind of criticizing you as a person in a way as well yeah the the see the the problem due to it might be just due to how i think or it might be due to the fact i don't i'm not trying to sell anything but um i find it much more disconcerting if the, like them not liking it or that being neutral to it, I find it much more disconcerting that somebody might misinterpret it or like use your or like use something you you created to do something. Yeah, I already said this. Like it, there are ah uh, good and like a lot of the, my fears regarding game design, like what I would categorize as that is the the potential that what that what I'm putting down will is not going to get across what I'm trying to say and therefore is not actually an accurate representation of what I want it to be which is or and therefore it's not an actually an accurate representation of myself I guess in this context so I guess it's uh, I guess it's like the same type of fears, but it's split to a more introspective level. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I cannot. Uh, can I design well enough and write well enough to express the actual thing that I'm trying to express? Yes, or make and make. And on top of that. Am I does it, am I doing it well enough that am I it, are the tools I am using to create to engineer such a thing the right tools for that and things that are actually going to enhance it or would they be better, be better off just I don't know do like whatever in fate <laughs> that that's an actual fear for me mm -hmm. like I'm not mm -hmm. sure like I'm properly classified as fear but like if, the idea that. Uh, something I spent time and uh, tried to design, and if it would have, and if most people 
with a proper with a person who knows how to run fate would have would find it more entertaining to just run it as fate that that I consider that a problem and like I consider the whole thing a failure and I have literally no way to tell if that is the case. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it's um, there. The the. It, that's definitely one of the things that's that's driven a lot of the <clears throat> so or well not a lot but like definitely certain parts of the, my design choices is like could, would it be easier to do this in a different game and if yes then it's like well what am i doing this one for then like i have to mm -hmm. be able to, it has to be doing something unique enough that it it justifies its own existence you know uh and I somewhat object to the word either there is something I want to say before yeah. we move too far. Okay, let's not unique, but like a, a, a perspective that's unique, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, no, I that has the, the word easier. Is, the word easier is, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I want to say no, my I, point. I actually agree with like there are times when you actually want things to be complicated, and if they're rare, like. For me, maybe not for Catrice, but for me, like, but there, but being reflective is more important than being easy. Yeah, I was gonna actually agree with Kavar's point of easy being the bad thing because, um, it's not easy, it's not a bad thing, easy is a good thing in a vacuum. It, it can be, I don't think adding complication for the sake of complication is good, but there are certain things that you want depth to them and there is an upper limit to how much depth you can have in certain ways based on the complexity of the system that you're creating so if you're trying to do something that you really want to focus a lot of depth towards like understanding something about your character or whatever if the game mechanics are really easy to use, but they're easy to use because they're very shallow, you may not actually be able to accomplish what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's. That, I think that's actually true. I think there's there's there is a certain amount of granularity past which. The, yeah, it 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 detracts from the game rather than adds to it you know i don't think i don't think like powered by the apocalypse games would work without the 2d6 for example i mean you could kind of do it but like a significant driving force of that game is the idea that the <clears throat> that the most likely result is one that complicates things um mm. yeah and then then in that case not necessarily the 2d6 but just the breakdown of the yeah like yeah, actually having a complicating mean, outcome yeah. yeah what you mean is the trinary focused on complication rather than uh got Success rather fail. additionals right but yeah, but you but with the, but but with lower granularity you wouldn't have the mm -hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't have the 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 bell curve that yeah Yes, the bell curve is very important to yeah. powered by the vehicle's design, and anybody who doesn't realize this is actually... I have a whole thing about that. Anyway. But, <laughs> I totally design it to, to do the same 
a thing with a single roll instead of a 2d6 roll. But it still comes down to what you were saying, that the majority of your role is complications rather than success or fail. Yes. Uh, what I was going to say is uh, war dice would technically be more even, but less dice that... Never mind. They're, that's not currently the t- conversation we're having, and dice actually aren't the important part. So let's, let's... No, that's that's why I said the important part is yep. the, the effect of it being complicated. Yep. It, very specifically, the effect that complicated but successful is the default. But that's... Yeah. That's a, a basic... God, what was I going to say? Okay. Basically, if, if the game design itself is not accomplishing anything, it, that's bad, and that is something that I worry about. Partially because I, I have written that. several games in three hours and thought they were good, and if the, the and do you always get a bit? And I feel like that type of methodology, when you're looking back at them, makes you think. If I could do this, what, why, like, am I actually doing things that are valuable and reflective? Or is that just, like, the mad, actually, something in general that I want to talk about as well, because, I don't know, I guess this is the Kevlar Talks Over People episode. Oh, strange. Uh, and it, <laughs> but it's the, the, uh, God. Basically... Why do I start a sentence and then forget my sentence? I hate this. This is the worst. (laughs) Anyway, oh, right. Uh, uh, That. That. Reflective. Shoot. Okay, somebody else. I'll give you a minor hint, Quavar. Yep. I use the voice buffer, I write a note to myself, and I just don't press enter, and then I check back on it. That way uh, I can yes. the same, The say. same person's method. Oh, right. That's like uh, so, me typing a lot in this, no, but right, not that, saying anything. That, that reminded me of my point. The very thing, the thing I worry most about in game design, and this is definitely a Kevlar thing, is would I create a game in a vacuum without consulting anyone just real quick to, as for the intention of other people playing it? I worry how much of it is just, does this only make sense to me? Is this just like things that people find, inter- that people find interesting because they're used to my particular brand of bullshit and therefore, <laughs> will, and therefore will think it looks good because, you know, they generally find my my insane rambling entertaining and know how to interpret it and know how to fill in blanks that if I gave, handed this to another person, they would not. Yeah. You know, there's um uh, there's a bunch of games that look like uh, role-playing games. Um, and they, you know, even when they sort of don't aren't talking about their setting or stuff like that it's like oh i can really picture playing that and and these are i guess what i'm i'm picturing is like the the D um uh i, I want to say clones but that's not quite what i mean just that that 
has the structure of like, this is what a character is. This is how you make a character. This is how you test your character. Like there's, there's a, a bunch of role playing games that look like that. Um, which became become very easy to uh, interpret the play. Um, and so they become really easy to read if you're used to role-playing games. Uh, an example of a game that I had a lot of trouble really wrapping my head around, uh, but it's, I think, actually like a really good game is uh, Kingdom. Um, and it's just like, it, it was really hard for me to sort of understand what gameplay looked like because it doesn't follow the typical um, style of play or even like character creation or anything like that so like reading and interpreting that game like took me way more to get my head around um and i can just see people who you know might stop reading it because it is hard to understand or hard to envision a game or people who read it that decide not to play it because it's also maybe again hard to envision how play works and um i could totally see that as a like a fear like i guess i guess for me the biggest fear that i have now you know knowing that going through and knowing that for example like after the initial purchase of my game like no one's actually buying my game so that that's a fear that's come and gone <laughs> um <laughs> it, it, like things like this where you know no one really gives a shit about me as a designer you know there's a very limited amount of people who even know that i exist as a designer which is fine um but i it's for me the real fear that i've seen happen and heard people comment on is where they read the game and say to themselves um I'm I'm not going to play this game because I don't like how it will play. Mm. But but they don't know how it will play. They don't actually know because they haven't played it. And so right. my biggest fear is that it's not even necessarily that they're they're not necessarily interpreting the rules wrong, but they just have envisioned something different than what actual play will be like. Right. That is what I've realized the most out from cut to the chase is I've had multiple people comment, like say, basically say like, well, I wasn't really going to play this, but I'm glad I did because you know, it, it was way different playing it than it was reading it. Oh, uh, hey, yeah. shit, he gave you a shout out, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that, that is what I said about it. That's actually, yeah. I, I I didn't I could not imagine the play from reading it. That's absolutely true. See, and, and you're saying you couldn't even imagine the play, but I've heard people say, "Oh, I I did not imagine the play would be like that. I imagined something else." Okay, yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't imagine something else, but I I couldn't envision the the um story in between the interchanges all that easily. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt too structured to me. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, um, so when I went in, I was kind of going in with an, uh, I'm just going to follow the rules and see what happens kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, yeah, but 
I, 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 I completely understand where you're coming from because I've had that experience with other games before and I've, and I've, you know, the game that gets, that gets said the most about is D and D fourth edition. <laughs> that is the game like where a lot of players were just like, I'm out, I'm going to go play Pathfinder. <clears throat> and they never experienced what the game is like. And they didn't, you know, you can't realize it. It's very familiar. Once the game gets going, like it's pretty, it's pretty similar to every other edition. And fifth edition is way more like fourth edition than most people realize because they skipped fourth. But if they were to go mm -hmm. backwards and just, you know, play the first 10 levels of fifth edition, that's basically, you know, that's more or less what they got. I mean, maybe like even the first 20 levels, like Epic was actually just in the book in fourth edition. So, um, yeah, if you just played the first 20 levels, you kind of, you kind of, it's kind of the same experience, it's more bookkeeping. I, well, I wouldn't even say that for, for, for some of the classes, it, it's less considerably less, but um yeah it is i i it that's it, an interesting fear it wasn't one i really considered but yeah I, I people have asked me about ashes because they've they've when they've read it they go i don't understand how this plays and so mm -hmm. i've heard that um well, not, so not one of the things is like was that go ahead i'm not that surprised on ashes in particular because you have multiple characters that's yeah. probably one of the biggest things for people to wrap their heads around. Yeah, but that's not that's not even like a particularly. I mean, that's not a, like a super unique feature. I mean, I guess running them all at once might be a kind of. I don't know if too many other games would do that. I mean, Ars Magica was, Magica, uh, Ars Magica mm -hmm. was. Um, that was in what eighty, eighty nine or ninety something like that, and. That was that was troop based. You had multiple characters, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not yeah, the same. But even stuff. like basic D anD D, you, right. you you might have been expected to play like multiple characters. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they were more like your guy, like <laughs> when the old video game thing, like my guy or my guys. <laughs> No, it, that's right. You, you had you had henchmen like yeah. Um, you know the, the 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 point of like the charisma stat was how many henchmen you could yeah 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 attract. You know, so it, it was integral to like late game play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not even late character. game play. But yeah. No, no, no. It was like you would send the guy with the torch ahead, and he would fall into the pit trap, and not you. Like it was very much, it was very much an expected thing. Yeah. Um, or at least it was in the circles I've 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 read yeah. and witnessed and stuff, you know. So um it's not even that weird a concept. But I but yeah, it's like what about your game is gonna be misunderstood to the point of somebody rejecting it without without experiencing it. Mm -hmm. And because role playing games are like a big investment, like time investment, mm -hmm. that just gets done so often. So I think like speaking now about this like of all the other possible fears of failure or you know misunderstanding i think that not even getting the chance to mm. be played yeah that's that's the biggest fear i think that i i maintain right now yeah that's reasonable i mean there's something similar that's less 
real and that I want to get into that's adjacent to that that I've probably talked about a little bit. I've danced around. Uh, people thinking your game is stupid and doesn't work because they assume they knew the rules and how they should play <laughs> and they try to force your game to play how, how, they, how they assumed it played. Yeah. So if we like back out, um, is there a way to, is there a good strategy to avoid that? Like, you know, I guess just like as people become more experienced game designers, they, they write around this, like they, they design around these issues. To a degree you can, but to a degree, no, because if they go into the preconception of what it should be and they skim over the sections or just skip the sections that actually tell them what it's supposed to be because some people will just be like yeah i already know what this is i'm not even going to bother reading this i'm just going to find out how to actually do the rules and that's all i need to do then there's not really a whole lot you can do about that if if they want to play the game in a particular way like if they want to play something like monster hearts as a D game you can't stop them from doing that if that's how they think the game should be played that they're going to be sorely disappointed but oh, they can try yeah. to do it yeah if it's like it's like empowered by the apocalypse somebody calls says roll for initiative yeah and you go <laughs> <laughs> or if somebody says whose turn it is yeah yeah right right and it's like the, it's a fundamental misgrasping like you, you know, you assumed you knew how it went. I mean, this is an experience I've directly had, and so I was like, uh, "I, what do you mean? I don't. Okay, I'm not sure how this game is supposed to work because I don't. How do you determine who goes? Mm-hmm. You know, and like I could not wrap my head around it for like a, a solid hour. Like it took me just like I had to go like get advice from people online because it wasn't <laughs> clear. Like, so how, is this just mother may I, or like, I don't understand. And, and, you know, it took me a while to figure out like, no, no, no. Like the fiction determines who had initiative. Like if somebody says, I draw a gun, they have initiative. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. way it goes, you know, like right. that's yeah. right. What was that a game that we'd looked at with the fairy circus that we spent like two hours trying to explain like the basic premise? No, right. That uh, would under, be under Hollowed uh, Hills. Under Hollowed Hills, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was Kevin. That was interesting. Well, I was trying to get. I mean, clearly, I uh, that was exactly the same problem that I had. That was like I assumed because I was like, oh, this is going to kind of be, you know, a different powered by the apocalypse kind of experience it's it's got playbooks it's got moves okay i i kind of see where this is going all 2d6 yep got 2d6 got all the things you'd expect and then i was like okay cool how wait a second there's no fucking advancement what are you supposed to do how what do you i don't understand this and it and you know i took you saying or somebody saying it's minecraft for rpgs it's a it's a it's a sandbox it's a sandboxy sandbox it's a really sandboxy sandbox that there's no advancement it's a sandbox sandbox. like i (laughs) i i know i'd finally 
I was the one that had managed to explain it, but or I don't Legos. remember if it was Minecraft that got it through or that it was Legos. It was Legos. one or the it other. Legos. It, it was might Legos. have been Lego. Yeah, I think it was Legos. That would make more sense to me. I'm I'm way more experienced with Legos than I am with Minecraft. So uh, yeah, it's like here are the building blocks. You can put them together to do neat stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah and it's a it, it's a fairly extensive set of building blocks. It's it's Lego. It's not Legos. It's uh those you know the it's like a it's like God, how do I phrase this? It's like a, if somebody gave you a bunch of pre-built model kits, but technically speaking, the the model kits could interlock with each other in weird ways. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you, they, somebody handed you a pre-built Lego car and was like, you know, you can just put this on top of the Lego spaceship and it would be fine. Yeah. And I'll transform into Voltron. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, that's not entirely what it. Yeah. It, but yeah, no, it's it's more than anything. Like we do, we talk about story creation engines, but no, like legit, that's the. It's about generating stories yeah, in a very real way. Right, and that's all. It's that's all the aim is. There's no like mechanical power gain or. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's side grades, but that's it. Like there's there's yeah. you have to lose something to get something. Um, which is very thematic of that, you know, the bargaining thing is what's kind of interesting about that whole, whole genre. Um, but, but yeah, have not having, not having a clear, um, incentive structure is what threw me. Yeah. Except hmm. for in the full game, there's going to be something more of a clear incentive structure because there is a clear rules for how the audience works and the incentive structure is putting on a show for the audience and <laughs> da 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 like that it's not right. a proper incentive structure it's not real advancement but it is definitely a, a way to inform how you should be acting right, I was looking for a mechanical incentive structure yeah. which was, you know, absent and I believe yeah, it's still going to be definitely expect it to be there because, you know, and <clears throat> it's very central to how powered by the apocalypse games work that they have what that they have. Like, this is your clear goals. Like they're very, for they're very lack for lack of better terms, goals oriented or triggers oriented even more. So like, well, most games, not just powered by the apocalypse, but anything with experience. In yes, general, but the, has something the, that it's rewarding you for doing. Yes, but the way that, like, they're powered by the Oculus games are very cognizant of. Here's our experience. Here's what experience look. Here's like the things you should be doing. We've conveniently highlighted them in bold letters so you yeah. can't miss them. Right, and they're different. And for they're everybody. integral they're to like, how it works. Really big part of the design. Yeah. Okay. Um. We should probably get back to fears, though. <laughs> yeah, as maybe. Interesting as that is, I know, I know. You're rambling. Like I, I like sign tracking. I like this stuff, but it is supposed to be like, a fear episode. The like fear our... we're not supposed to be giving people is that we'll wander off topic. Yeah. It's not a fear. That's a guarantee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like Mark has things to say about this. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Any, uh, but that's beside the point. Uh, well, does anybody else have anything? Does, does yes. anyone who's not me have things they want to say? So yes, I think. Sorry. 
Go right ahead. Well, I think something that as we're working on our games, <laughs> we, like it's failure. We we fear failure, and and that failure we think of failure um, as in how it might manifest in the exact thing that we're working on at the time. And so if we're working on our game and it's like, well, I'm working on this part of it. And like, there's a lot of, but what ifs about, about it. Um, it's hard not to be worried that we're going, we're failing in, uh, um, what we're working on in, at the time. I don't have like a solid way to deal with that. But if you um, exist within the internet, uh, especially with your um, feedback, then you're probably going to be pretty hardened to uh, all all sorts of of different criticisms. Yeah, you can. Yeah, one would hope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't fear failure anymore. Like failure is just. Oh, it's a temporary stumbling block. It's like, oh, I failed for the moment. I now know where the failure point is. I know now how to actually start trying to fix it. Or at least, yeah. hopefully, the direction to start aiming on fixing it. But failure in and of itself does not act as a fear for me at all. It's like, yeah, I'm going to fail at some point. It's just, I'll just fix it once it happens. Yeah. Deal. I mean, the the biggest fear I think I could think of for that would be, oh, I'm going to wind up with some disease and die or something before I can finish fixing it. Okay, that actually <laughs> fear. It's like, yeah. I'm not done yet. <laughs> but yeah, croaking. I I've actually had that fear too. I've I've woken up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, what if I don't finish the game? <laughs> Like, will people, will, 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 will somebody hack my Dropbox account and find it? Will, will the guys on Phil 4 go, I wonder what happened to Rob? And be like, oh, he died. We must release his game and finish it. I, it's weird. Oh, no. The kind of like scenarios your brain goes through when, you're, 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 when your anxiety has taken over. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just start going a little bit crazy. And you're just like, no, 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 calm down. No, no, you're not, I mean, unless something really crazy happens, you're not probably going to die in the next couple <laughs> months so yeah although i am also close to seattle uh, yeah yeah in alternative you get up out of bed and write up a contingency plan and then the next day basically enact this contingency plan so that if you die this dead man switch that if you don't trigger it every month it'll send like a bunch of information about your game out to other people so that they can look to see what it was going to be and here's all of your notes in a zip file so no. <laughs> and here's and here's, here's a portion of my life insurance policy to pay the author and editors just in case yeah i mean if you were <laughs> it's funny like the what comes to mind right now is robert jordan he, knew uh, he was dying for quite a long time yep. and it, it was like this weird thing where like he, like i mean i don't i didn't know what he hadn't written or or what he had left but it was like i'm dying like he was dying for like i don't know whatever maybe this is a little cold but like he was dying for like two years or whatever the length was that's what it felt like <laughs> and um 
I just felt like, well, it, couldn't you just work harder and finish it yourself <laughs> in that time? Then, <laughs> sort of yes, but sort of no, because yeah. it's like I mean, that may not be enough time, but it's also that as you know, you're dying. That's actually gonna yeah. like screw with your ability to concentrate. Oh, I, and it's totally like unfair of me. I'm just being a disgusting fan or whatever, right? But it, but it was like. A, a weird situation, definitely. Like that I mean, that's, that's how I would view it if I was dying. Yeah. I actually well, feel the way you say, like, if I had two years to finish my game, it's like, well, I better work harder. Yeah. yeah. Or he could have just finished around book five and been, like, you know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> written, yeah. written, you know, like 20,000 fewer pages. Yeah. He, and actually yeah, wrapped exactly. up the story, wrapped up the yeah. story without, like, the weird meandering shit that and went on. I don't know if authors like him know how to do that <laughs> i guess not like it's a completely different style of epic mm -hmm. but like it it totally reminds me of game of thrones where it's just like he doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> i mean he obviously does but he like you know it's just lucky that people like them build up their following in the first in the beginning because by the end people are just like oh, i just really want this to end <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. I mean, I did have that. I did have that feeling when reading a feast for crows. So I'm not going to say I didn't. Wasn't like <laughs> what is going? Where is this going, George? I don't know. I'm hanging in there, but like this is this is some weird stuff, man. I, you, you've introduced yeah. a whole extra set of characters that I didn't care about a book ago. So I, you know, maybe you see them in a little like interspersed. Introduce them in book. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or book three something it's like weird. that yeah i i used i i guess i i like epics but i just want them to be done mm -hmm. yeah before i start reading them <laughs> yeah i agree i agree uh it's it's uh you know i i the only reason i started dune at one point was i i i had seen the david lynch movie thought it was great and wanted to read the books and i was like oh how many are there actually and then i looked and i was like oh wow there's quite a few i don't know if that's quite a slog maybe and then and then what i eventually heard people say was like yeah but just the first three really and right then, then you're good <laughs> because after that it gets um or actually some people say i guess the first five and then once his once he died then then don't read any after that don't read any of the chapter house um yeah. even though i guess they were based on his notes but i don't know yeah well we went off on a tangent again yeah we said it was gonna be oh, sorry catrice carry on we did say it was going to be something that would happen it's not a fear in this podcast it's an expectation yes <laughs> Yeah, I came back and you were suddenly talking about epic literature. <laughs> How did you end up there? <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even draw the straight line. It was uh, one it of was... Jonathan's fears. No, it was. Oh, it had to do with dying. finishing. Yeah. Like, fear of dying. Then we brought up Robert Jordan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Wheel of Time. Okay. Yeah. So, quickly, to get these out of the way, I actually have two things I've been holding on to for about 45 minutes now so i'm gonna do that quickly okay sure i will never remember 
and we will go off on another tangent. So first one, um, there was an odd fear that did not, it's not a fear in my game design, it's a fear that came up because of my game design, which was originally I ran into problems with people, the players not actually being nearly as good at math as I thought they were. Like, a lot less good at math than I thought they were. So, one of the things that I'm actually kind of scared about at the moment is I'm tossing... Like, I'm reworking my armor system so that it's going to be closer to the elemental resistances. And one of the things I'm thinking of is, what if it goes in quarter steps? So, like, you take quarter damage from an attack and it's like I can do half I'm actually scared about doing quarter damage armor or three quarters damage and it's like that actually kind of concerns me whether the players will actually be able to handle that or not yeah don't don't do it that's what I was thinking <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't expect don't expect players to do division you know and just yeah, just, yeah I mean, the, the, most the most people do half of a half so it's not that weird but like you know it, it will yeah. it will hold gameplay for temporarily for for some yeah that's so. what i was concerned about that's why i was thinking i probably shouldn't but i keep going back to it it's like this would make everything so much easier but but I'm pretty certain that it's going to cause exactly that problem. Yeah. I mean, don't solve problems in your game because they make things easier on you as a developer or they satisfy your goals. I mean, you, you know, uh, aim at the players. <laughs> aim at getting the players to the thing they want to do in the shortest and nicest way possible. Yeah. yeah. In game design, yeah. the, I mean, you might not want to hear this. But in game design, bad math that um, is easy for players is better than good math that is hard for players. Yeah. No, I understand that. It's just one of those things that it's like, would this be bad enough that it would cause problems for them? I keep leaning towards it probably is. And that is the correct impulse. That, yeah. <laughs> if I get into the situation where I start thinking maybe it is, like if I have to question it, it probably already is. Yeah. Yes, particularly if your name is Catrice. Anyone? <laughs> yeah. What was the second thing? Or did I was it jumbled? No, in the second. The second thing is actually a fear about that actually came up recently when I was talking with someone about my game. It was the it was a realization that. I am an absurd control freak over my setting. Like, I'm willing to let people playing it a whole bunch, but there are certain things I do not want to exist. So, for example, the way I built it up is every game that people play can count as canon, even if they solve like the same issue in multiple different ways there can be alternate 
uh, splintered realities or timelines, basically, to deal with these kinds of things. So I'm normally okay with building in things that explain these kinds of issues. But there was one that somebody brought up and it's like, their specific one was, what if I created a spell that went on for infinity and destroyed not just the universe, but all of the universes? And I was like, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> like, because I want this, every possible thing that you can do would be canon. And th that would mean that it's not just, you didn't just destroy your game, you destroyed everybody's game. No. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to fear, I'll be honest. Yeah, that's just it's like it's like, hey, I'm a player. I, I don't I want to play this game but not play it at the same time. So could I have that rule, please? Could you yeah. make it so I could play this and then also I don't I hate it so much that I don't want to play it? And could you just make me the game that makes me happy? But I'm I don't know how to do that, so I don't I want you to do it. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it's just like well, I don't know if this was a friend or not, but it's just like Someone was just like really trolling Catrice on this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Clearly, well, I, like... think, I think what actually happened is Catrice said, Okay, give me anything that could possibly break this. And they're like, Okay, what about this? Yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like to me. It was like they, this person had, it's like they were challenged to like fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She I mean, has actually it's... literally issued that challenge to us before, I think. That's true. And now that that is a good thing. I like it when people try to break stuff and normally I'm okay with things, but it's like in that particular one, their argument was, well, you could just make it so people could do that. And it's like, no, I don't want that to be a possible option. <laughs> like I have an explanation for why you can't do that anyway. Like it wouldn't have worked already, but they wanted to know why they just wouldn't be able to do it. It's like, why can't you just make it so that it would be possible for someone to do that? And it's like, that actually is something that really bothers me. I actually really don't want people to do that. I mean, I can't prevent them. Like once it's out of my hands, it's in somebody else's hands. Yeah, but who cares? They'll do whatever. Okay. I yeah. don't. Yeah, okay, so you didn't have any fears at the beginning of this episode, but now you're freaking out about like the most, this is I, like, who, how could you even prevent them? This doesn't make any sense to me as a fear. It's like you're just scared <laughs> of random crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's because it's because so strange. Won. How is this going to affect anyone else? Yeah. I mean, I, it's I, like. The thing that bothers me about it is just that I like everything to be explained in a logical manner. So. If you see something like, like hit points in a game, like no, I, I know that, but but <laughs> the point is, I like it to make sense. So if it's put into the game, if I have built it, I am God. I want the God to actually have bothered to put thought into this, not just eh, whatever. It'll, it'll just just don't look at it too closely. It's like no, if I have hit points in the game, I want hit points to actually make logical sense why they exist. If and that's why, and that's why I'm terrified of you, Catrice. 
I guess it's just because, okay, if other people are going to be playing the game, if there's going to be more than one group plays the game, I want it to actually make logical sense how they can play the same game and get different outcomes. Okay. And I've built it up so it does that. It's fine. It's just the suggestion of the idea of, well, it doesn't have to make sense. It can just be like bullshit. Just don't worry about it. Like, don't look at it too closely. And it's like, that's fundamentally against how I work. I think it's it's very interesting and unique to have created something that everyone's game ex exists canonically together uh, within like, well, the game. I, my game does that too. It's just yeah. I think that's yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and it, it's cool, but I also that also that's, definitely three steps down the path of madness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's also like thinking that it is actually true that that is the case. Because it's it's not like if you give it to a thousand people and a thousand people play, none of the other games are canon in any individual game. So it's it technically kind of are in mine because yeah, well, and and I'm glad you that can you're transfer fighting me. characters between <laughs> campaigns. So if you play if you play two different campaigns, theoretically. Like, there's actually an ability in the game that you can transfer a character over. Fair enough. But okay, it's it just that. like, it, it just, it it's so, um, yeah, I guess I don't know quite where I was going, except that it, you know, each, <laughs> e the fact that each game can exist or exists in the same world doesn't matter in each I, game it, that's played it doesn't matter to most people it's like yeah. little things like this but it but it matters to you it's a thing that most people aren't going to care about it's not going to matter but it's the kind of thing that if i'm creating it i want it to make sense i don't want it to just be phoned in kind of thing it's, yeah yeah i it's i hear what you're saying integrity kind of thing <laughs> And it's not that unique, like Rob said, his scheme does it. If you actually look at D&D, technically the Prime Material Plane has infinite universes. Technically every D&D game is actually taking place in the same setting. It's just... Okay, well, I guess my point is, is like, you, you can say that and even write it down, but it doesn't change the fact that yeah. if if I open the book brand new, like, it's there's only only one thing exists to me. And and every time I open it, I can always sort of reset back to zero. I don't have I don't have anything in my game that suggests these things can interact. It's just it's just kind of a nice, you know, fluffy inside joke that you know everybody's game is canon because I mean it is to their to their party. You know, like it is yeah, their yeah. I want everybody to feel proprietary about their version of the world of ashes. You know, because I like I want to hear the stories about how they're different because that's that's actually kind of exciting to me. Like what people shift around and what they use and don't use, um, but I'm just telling my 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 all all your all these things are canon is like anything you choose to do is valid is is really right right right, right. Yeah. but 
in a cute, like in setting diegetic way where, cause all the threads of fate and blah, blah, blah. So it's all, uh, uh what is it? Quantum multiverse. It assumes quantum multiverse theory is true. So for every choice, it splits off a new universe and consciousness does that all the time. So. Yeah. There you so go. In, in my case, I actually have an ability, as I mentioned, that's actually built into the game to handle this, which I actually pulled it up for a sec. Okay. There's, there'll be an explanation. It'll make sense in a second. So. Okay. That's my fear. so the actual ability i stole a quote from terminator because so it's actually literally called no fate but what we make so it's like the fluff part of it is just she's been here before this had all happened before and it all gone horribly wrong but here she was given another chance to make things right to choose differently this time. Was this part of a test, a hallucination? Perhaps the gods smiled upon her. Or perhaps it was a frown. Either way, she wasn't going to waste her second chance, not this time. So the prerequisite on this ability is the character must have been used previously in another campaign in which she was killed off permanently somehow or wherein the campaign was unfinished. So basically, you'd played to your character, but you weren't able to finish playing your character. So you never actually finished their storyline, but you still want to play the character and you want to see what happens to them. So basically, what effect this has is you begin play back at the same point on the path to redemption within the game's mechanics as previously up to the limitation of having completed your first stride, which would be basically understanding where you had gone wrong. And your character actually remembers the previous events, but otherwise is a new character. So for all intents and purposes, you basically create a new character, but you're able to take a previous character that you weren't able to finish the story of, and you can start it over again. So this is a diegetic reason to keep playing the same dude in every campaign, like some people do in D and D anyway. It's, <laughs> Why it's would not you enable this? Play. Why would you? This is enabling behavior. <laughs> it's not exactly playing the same character every time. It's well, if it, by the rules text, it technically would not allow you to play the same character every time if you had a complete campaign. But who has ever done a complete campaign of anything? So, you know, I have several yeah, times. My, <laughs> my, this actually came up because for a period of time, I was playing, like, lots and lots and lots of role-playing games. So, like, say, three, four games a week. Like, oh, was that lots and lots? God. <laughs> it it was like three or four different different ones per week. Some of them multiple times per week. Oh, so okay. It was like um, it was like almost every day, or sometimes every day. So, the problem with that was, I was going through like a lot of characters because we'd play like 
one to three sessions and then yeah we want to play something different now it's like but i was just starting to like this character i want to finish playing the character i just made them it's like i don't really want to make a character and then just oh we're starting over again it's like okay well i want to finish being able to play my character so this is the entire game is based on long form play like it's not really reasonable to do like a one-shot campaign that only lasts one session it just doesn't work in the framework uh -huh. like is you're supposed to get attached to your character over time so this is basically a fail safe so if you were trying to grow attached to your character and something happened like your group just fell apart you can canonically just be like okay i'm gonna play the same character i was doing perfectly fine i just want to start over but i'll continue off from where they were they at least understand what was wrong on their their path with the sin and everything that they'd gone through it just lets you go back to playing a character that you were enjoying but you weren't able to finish Okay. I mean, that's a fair justification. It's also crazy. I mean... Yeah, I know it doesn't need to be in there, but it needs to be in there. <laughs> Never change, cat. That's great. Absolutely. No, it does need to be in there. Absolutely, it should be. Don't take it out, no matter what anybody tells you. Including us. <laughs> yeah, including us, especially us. Yeah. This is like that one where like Picard told himself to never or told Data never to do the thing in the one episode. And then Data says, I can't tell you why I can't tell you because you told me not to tell you. And then there was a time mm. in start. I don't remember. Okay, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> See the problem, but, but you're, is there you're, are multiple I'm, episodes I'm, you could be referencing. Right, this the you're the Picard. Wait, who's Picard in this? Are you okay? You're. I'm telling you to not listen to us in the future if we tell you to take that part out. So yeah, I'm I'm Picard. <laughs> your data in this particular horrible analogy. It's fine. I, I think we've turned this episode into the fear episode in that people should fear to listen to it. Yeah, the, we've, we've been pretty loose today, huh? Ooh, that's what she said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. Now we have every reason to fear this episode. <laughs> this one's going into the vault, man. <laughs> This was never going to see the light of day, except like till next on next Friday when we'll put it up. Yeah, I am. Jonathan, are you okay? That's funny. I was talking and my mic was. Oh, okay. Let's hope we don't say anything too important. No, it was nothing important. I was just agreeing for the most part with what was being said. I wasn't trying to make any points, that's for sure.
Okay. I, I, I am done with my fears, at least. As bizarre as they may be. Apparently. I didn't think they were that bizarre, but apparently you think they are, so whatever. <laughs> they, they show a unique perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. That's why people tune yeah, in. In this That's episode, it, it's like, no, nah, I don't fear about failure, but what if I die? <laughs> Before I'm done making my game, of course. <laughs> no, that that would be more rational. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, if if Catrice or Rob had said, "I'm afraid I won't actually finish my game before I die," I like would hundred percent believe you. <laughs> we did while you were it while you were it. Basically, for a what moment. They were <laughs> oh, okay. I know I'm starting a new layout. And was, God damn it! See, Rob's are you, are you, is, are you writing is starting over the fourth time. My rewriting? I'm not rewriting much, no, but I am I am making it more intelligible with fewer words. So Okay. Yeah. As long as you're not rewriting the entire game again for the third time. I mean the eighth time. Uh, I mean, fourth the time. time. Yeah. No, I mean That's since true. the well, I mean, yeah, eighth. I, w- <sighs> Shut up. No. <laughs> 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 Well, well, making no. it more legible attacks one of the biggest fears we talked about tonight, which is sort of like misunderstanding. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use illustrations and diagrams. I'm not. I don't want. I I'm, I'm almost past the point of wanting people to read it. <laughs> At this point, I don't. I don't care if you read the book. I I don't care. Just. Figure out how the game works and run it, and you'll have a lot of fun. I promise you, in my mind, I I don't know if it works yet, but I, I in my mind it's amazing. And <laughs> if I could just get it out of my head and onto the paper with maybe illustrations or I don't know YouTube videos of me just showing you how to do it, maybe that maybe that'll be the rule book. That's it. <laughs> it it's, it's that would be hard to quick reference. Oh yeah, we're gonna get a video, and I'll just have Rob show up in dominatrix gear and like smacking like the the writing crop in one hand, and be like, "This is how you play the fucking game. Stop screwing it up." That's <laughs> well. You're I not mean... writing down notes. I hope. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, but you know, we do have that Pornhub channel still, and it wouldn't be that out of place. Oh God, I still haven't done that thing for it yet. Oh yeah, you totally should. Oh That's right, that you, you did actually. Yeah, I remember that. Honestly, the honestly the strangest thing you can put up there is uh, dramatic readings of your of your rule book. All yes. three. All 307, all 500 pages of it. I'm not going that. I might do limited sections of it. I, I might do limited sections of it just to, just because it, A, it would be bizarre, but you know what? People might actually be interested in the game if they hear like a sexy reading of it on like a freaking. No, they won't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It might 
work? You don't know. Has no, anybody ever I'm tried this before? Confident. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that a sexy reading of the rule book will not get anybody. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to take it back. It might get somebody. I, yes. Okay. I can, see, I, can, I can see that there is a member of the population this would work on. I don't know that they'll find it, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, rule 34, I, I know, yeah, all right. <laughs> Don't do it, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, just just for all our, our sanity and, you know, all that stuff. And, and for the show's reputation, for Christ's sake. <laughs> we can't be any worse than this. This is the bottom. We can't go. All right. You know what? Let's do it. Who cares? Okay. I can breathe. You were making dolphin so noises there for a second. What is that flipper? Timmy fell down the well. <laughs> I fucking pushed him. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want fish? <laughs> All right. I think we've driven this episode into the ground at this point. Yeah, we just yeah, thought it would happen an hour that, ago. That is our thing. Reader. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Listener. Yeah. Listener, reader. Yeah. No, no, I think we got this. We the, we the told you the transcript to a cross. Yeah. We apologize to the deaf person that's reading this right now on on whatever format. <laughs> this is just this is just abysmal for us. <laughs> so uh end of the end of the blind person listening to this. I, I'm sorry you we're not getting through this faster, but you know, yeah. this this is I mean really it's your fault. If you want, if you know, you, you're still listening, you could hit stop at any time. <laughs> and to be fair, if you haven't by now, like, really, you should probably seek professional psychological help. Just yeah, like. yeah. Nobody can like us that much. I mean, your wife does, hopefully. Well, I, don't I don't think, I, think. I don't think she really listens to the episodes. To be quite frank. <laughs> And that's fine. I don't, I don't blame I res- her. Yeah, I respect that. Actually, sometimes she does. Oh, wow. <laughs> she still talks to us? Yeah, she still talks to us. Yeah. She's right here. Oh, oh I, she's, I she, she, doesn't, she doesn't want to be on. She doesn't want to be on. Never mind. She says okay, no. Okay. Just her, it's because it, it's of her face. Uh-huh. She can't. She doesn't she, want yeah. anything to do with this. I don't blame her. I, I don't we blame anybody for wanting to do like, this. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should probably, should probably. Uh, we said we were stopping things. This is the yeah. Friday Thirteenth episode. It is clearly cursed. It's it's still yeah. going. No, it's not. Oh shit! I actually should have. Had like typed in Craig leave or something when I said that. Yes, because <laughs> I forgot the command, and then I was like, "Uh oh, Cavar's doing it." 
Gavor's but anyway, the point in the episode. And the episode. Good night, everyone. Good night. It's night where you are. Thank you for listening to all that. We don't. I mean, if you got through this, we're so sorry for listening. Yeah. No, what? No, we're not sorry. We're we're grateful. I'm grateful. Thank you, listener. Surely there's We're also very worried for your safety. Okay, somebody hit somebody hit stop recording. <laughs> hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, or not, we're not picky, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, and uh and Pornhub. Because why not? Gotta go where your audience is, right? Good night, everyone. <laughs>